to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and today we are uh, doing a little bit of a new segment. And so if you're listening in because you saw the title, welcome to Living Ardently. Um, We have two amazing guests. Uh, One is a co-host, actually. So (laughs) we have a guest and a co-host, and it's going to be a great time. We'll be talking about business today. So yeah, let's get into it. Welcome in, everyone. Um, if you're new to the podcast, if you just stumbled upon, like I said, welcome to Living Artedly. I am the host here. Um, we have my co-host, Jarrell, from Who Runs the Living Person, and we have our guest. Here. Hey, everyone. Yeah, and we get Haida, who is a guest uh, from Red Aquarius Supply. Hello. So um, I, let me just intro like the podcast for all of you. Um, I'm Adrian, I'm Adrian Grady. I started living ardently back in 2019, um, in I think June, and so it's been a bit over a, a little over a year since I started the podcast, and I kind of started it because I mean, I, truthfully, I started because I was bored and, and like interested. <laughs> like, I was like, like I just wanted to hear myself. I wanted to know what I sounded like. On a podcast. You sound <laughs> so, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, dang. Okay, I guess I can do this. And then I just kept doing it because I was bored. I mean, I, I did it originally the first episode because I was bored. But then I kept doing it because I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. Um, but it got better as I, I, like, I got more comfortable. If you listen to, like, I talk about it. If I listen, you listen to the first episode, I was very, like, timid and, and, and quiet. Um, <laughs> but then you see me kind of shell out. Um or come out of my shell as I had guests on and stuff like that. I, I think, uh, what's his name? Koji was my first guest. Oh, wow. Like my second guest. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Let's go, you know. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I, I truthfully started it back then and, and only started because I was bored and wanted to do it. And now it's kind of evolved into uh, a, a fun hobby of mine, and I love doing it and uh, want to want it to be something that helps others uh, live a passionate and ardent life and so that's kind of our mission statement here and and uh, we have again my co-host Jarrell who is uh, who runs the living person account on Instagram but uh, I'll pass it on to him to kind of introduce himself yeah hey everyone my name is Jarrell um, I started um, the living person as you know it um, as a social media account with my friend Craig Seidel in 2015 um, we we had a uh, a uh, university-wide program at John Carroll University that um, was going on, and we were like, you know what, we should take this online. I had developed some like um, some camera skills, and I had some expensive gear from doing wedding films, and um, I was like, why not? It was something that I was passionate about back in school, um, and uh, yeah, we essentially asked college kids to uh, find a partner and take this challenge card that we wrote, that we created. And then we asked them to commit to a challenge, uh, body, mind, or spirit, um, and complete it in 36 or 90 days. And then within like uh, the first month, people would come back to our offices and be like, Hey, like we just finished the rosary. Uh, we prayed it every day for the last 30 days. And then, uh, two, two girls came to our offices, handed back the challenge cards. And we're like, yeah, like that was the most amazing thing. We went to mass 60 days in a row. And then another kid was like, yeah, I like ran a 5k. I've never, never used to run. We're like, this is crazy. So we took it online in 2015, started some blogs, um, some daily posting. 
um, started some t-shirts to get some some income to keep it going, keep the project going. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's where we're at. So um, Craig, uh, his first living person challenge was to get a PhD in clinical psychology. If you look on our YouTube, that was our, our, our very first like launch for the living person it was a five minute video, which makes <laughs> me cringe right now. But um, um, his challenge was to get a PhD in clinical psychology. That was in like 2013 and he just got his PhD in clinical psychology. So he is Dr. Craig Seidel. Um, wow. Yeah. And that's the spirit of the living person. Um, he never used to run and I asked him to run a 5k with me and he has completed, I think, two Ironmans. Like, what in the world? Wow, what so, in the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to embarrass him right now, but he, the, the first time we just did a loop around campus, which is like 1.5 miles, and um, we were supposed to do two laps. So we are supposed to do three. And then, but in his head, he's like, I just got to make it through the, the lap. So I was like, let's go. We got one more lap. And he's like, what? Like, no, I got to poop. And he just left. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so his, his challenges went more so like physical cause I think mm -hmm. he never had that and he just really felt alive in that. And then my challenges went more so business. Um, yeah. and that brought me alive in a lot of ways. So, um, lots of different things that happened with living person. We're always asking how it needs to be new, how it needs to become new. Just like, I think, I mean, that's the mission of the living person is having people ask, uh, themselves a hard question of what needs to die, what needs to be new. And um, here we are today. So it's been really fun. Sick. Awesome. And, and, um, and part of that uh, was you know, teaming up with, with uh, Living Artly to, to co-host and yeah. do Q&As. Um, in, in like you, do, you would used to do Q&As like on Instagram. You still do. Yeah. But I was like, you're so good at answering questions. I asked you to be a guest. And then... And I was like, then we did a Q&A episode after that. And I was like, man, this is an awesome vibe. And Sarah like, <laughs> noticed it too. I was like, you should, it's like, she was like, she kind of initiated, you should ask him to be your co-host. I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, he's busy. He has a kid and like, he has a second kid on the way. Like, you know, like he's too busy. I'm glad you asked. Like, I'm glad you yeah, asked. Because a lot of people, a lot, I have like, I've had like five people um, ask since, since I started doing this with you of like, Will you be Will you be a guest on the podcast or whatever? Yeah. I'm just like, I don't have time. <laughs> you know, like all my time goes to Adrian. <laughs> so um, hopefully I can get to some of those. But um, yeah, good thing you asked. I'm glad that you asked. So that's awesome. I'm glad that I, I'm glad too. Like I, again, I was. I think we'll talk about about that kind of like, in having that kind of initiative later on, but. I was kind of just, you know, timid at first, so, but it, it happened, you know, and it, it works out, and it's really good, and so, yeah, it's part of the journey, you know, and so, uh, another part of the thing that I got to do was ask Haida, who I had never, like, <laughs> talked to prior to, yeah. uh, but um, recently reached out to her, and I'll share that, a reason why I reached out to her later, um, right after she introduces herself, so Haida, why don't you welcome in as our guest, our first time doing three three people, so that's really interesting. Ooh, that'll be good. This will be good. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, we're great. We're, we're already rolling. Um, yeah, so I'm Haida. Um, I am the owner of Reliquary Supply, which is a product-based business. Um, our tagline is Reimagined Catholic Classics. So basically the idea is to take 
kind of the older, maybe vintage, maybe outdated, maybe cheap um, mm -hmm. Catholic devotional items and mm -hmm. give them a little bit of, um, you know, um, a caffeine shot into like the future, into like, that. you know, who, what reflects our faith today. Mm -hmm. So, um, we do higher end pieces like holy water bottles, crucifixes, and baptismal candles. We've got Advent wreath coming and a holy card coming and just some like really cool stuff coming out. Um, and the reason that we did this is because I used to work at a parish. Um, and I say, oh, by the way, I say we because um, my right hand man is my um, art director, graphic designer, um, who is also my partner and husband. Um, so he works for $10 a week. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's he, a living wage, Haida. It is. Uh, you know, I, I do all the grocery shopping, so it balances out. That's um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's, he's um, the one that I work with to like make the design and like the art kind of move forward with everything. And um, if I didn't have him to work with, um, and I'll talk more about this later, I'm sure, but I would probably have a different kind of business because mm -hmm. I am not artistic in any way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the reason we, why we started it is I worked at a parish for five years as like the RCIA director and faith formation director and mm -hmm. campus minister and constantly like giving away, you know, rosaries and prayer cards and Bibles. And, and it just felt really... You know, it didn't feel like a reflection of, of the passion and the love and the truth mm. that, that kind of accompanied those items. So mm. what we wanted to do was, like, you know, create pieces that maybe infused a little bit more of that. Mm -hmm. um, the reason we're called, I call it, we're calling ourselves Reliquary Supply. The whole idea is that we are, our company is a, a container for holy objects. That's what a reliquary is. And the idea is people you know, who own our stuff will become saints and they will be a relic of them, of their, you know, life. So, so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, everything we have is like really expensive and really great and really, mm -hmm. mm, it's just reflective of, um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people's faith journey, at least our own. So, yeah, so that's that's the why. Uh, the brand we've been around for, I think we officially launched in 2019, so we're coming up on our official one-year anniversary, but, you know, we registered as a business in 2018, so two years, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, yeah. I love it. I love it even more because, like, as you go deeper and deeper into the explanation of why your name really query supply, yeah. oh, I just love when it's well thought out, you know? Yeah. And that's something that, I mean, as a consumer, people are going to want, right? And so, like, when you believe so much into your mission, people are going to want to... A piece of that and so mm -hmm. that's so cool and i think um you know we'll talk about things like that later but you know i reached out to um to Haida because i i actually ran into uh your your account because mm -hmm. of the show uh mitchell mm -hmm. was the show me too um, yeah <laughs> like, oh man that sounds so cool and I, I was like so sad i couldn't like i know they had technical issues so like they couldn't hear you well and stuff like that so I'm like oh that's a bummer but um I, I ended up looking at the feed and I was like wow it is so it's like just like her your feed is just well like put and it's like aesthetically pleasing um and just the brand in general just the branding is so cool Thank and you so, so much. yeah I, I became an immediate fan of it and I was like this is this is what we need this is what I love and uh um I agree I thought it was like 
how did it take this long for someone to come up with this? Right. You know? Right. So thank God that you came onto the scene I, and <laughs> did what I'll you pass, did. You know? Yeah, I'll pass those along to Ben. He's a he's he's, you know, the eye he's got the eye for it. But I will say I've nixed a couple of his ideas, so I will take a little credit. Hey. Cut. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry, hon, like, I can't take yeah. that one. Yeah, I love you, but... <laughs> no offense. No offense. Here's $10. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so... <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. And, and I love the dynamic already. It's so fun because um, if you guys don't know, um, if you don't know, we are doing a giveaway right now uh, of the release of this um, podcast. Um, it launched sometime last week. And uh, there's an extra some ways that there's ways that you can just like enter and get an entry into the podcast uh, into the giveaway. Uh, so we teamed up, and Jarrell's uh, providing a Defend Life shirt that he uh, collab that he did with Alta Gratia, um, an amazing ethically made shirt. Uh, kind of like after closing and reopening the shop, um, this shirt hey, Defend Life look at that. with the beautiful manifesto on the back. Uh, seven amazing stanzas for our faith and then we got the holy water bottle so you can have this <laughs> or you can have this <laughs> from really supply and so i'm just saying look at the branding all that stuff the color schemes all great and so there's actually holy water in this and thing. you can watch Haida put that together on her instagram come on it's <laughs> true come on Go on her instagram Mm-hmm. Who like who I, puts that the plastic holy water together? Mach- some right. machine, mm-hmm. some machine. Mm-hmm. It's also it's made in China. Mm-hmm. This is all like well, amazingly and ethically made, and it's awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and then I don't have merch, but <laughs> 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 and um, but I do have uh, something that I'm giving. I'm adding to the giveaway, which is the the, wood, the word on fire Bible. Um, that's legit dude that's paperback nice. version I, I couldn't get the leather i mean they're out of stock um but i wanted to offer the leather bound or the hardcover uh but yeah like i said they're out of stock right now so i got the paperback but it's still so awesome again that's something that's also very beautifully made kind of keep on the same concept of like things that were intentionally and wonderfully made um and and making taking things that are you know like parts of our tradition and like and making them beautiful and helping us like grow closer and see the beauty and, and beauty that Christ kind of gave to us. Um, and, and, you know, like that has helped me deep, deepen my love for the gospels and understanding of the gospels. Um, and I, I can't wait for them to do it for the entire Bible because, you know, like, Oh, I want to do this with, you know, with a book of, you know, like Isaiah and like, you know, yeah. the Psalms. like imagine the things that would have on there. Oh, it's just so yeah. cool. So I'm offering that we're offering these three items and, um, doing this giveaway online, you can see on our, my Instagram. I think all of our Instagrams or my Instagram will have it. So um, go to that. You will see the entries, how you can enter there. But if you don't, if you know, if you saw in the post, you actually, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you'll hear three words throughout the podcast that will give you an extra five entries um, for listening. Okay. So throughout the podcast, each of one of us is going to give one word. I'm going to give the first word. And it's called uh, glory. My word is going to be glory. So you're going to have to send all these three words to uh, direct message to Living Ardently. 
to kind of and, and if you give all give me all three, uh, you will get five five extra entries into the giveaway, which will be announced on September fifth, on Instagram Live, seven p.m. I think is what I have. Check the Instagram post for details, but yeah. So, glory is the first word. Listen later for the second and third word, but uh, we'll continue on with this episode right now. Um, again, today we're talking about business. This is it one of the first episodes of its kind where we have one? First of all, three guests, uh, three people. I mean, rather in this in one sitting and, and talking about a topical because like I, I kind of sw- living ardently, we kind of swift into uh, shifted into doing like sharing people's stories and how they're living ardently um, and stuff like that. But uh, we used, we started off doing topical-based um, podcasts, which was like, hey, today we're going to talk about this. Rather rather than doing that, we shifted into like, hey, we're going to talk about this person and their life and their ministry and stuff like that, which is kind of like the goal, you know? We want to share people's life and how they're living ardently. And um, But now we're going to kind of take this opportunity to share our stories, but also share some tips about Catholic businesses and, and stuff like that. So, so yeah, we're, we're trying this out and we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so we all have our different brands, uh, the living person, um, living ardently and reliquary supply, different brands, different, like different missions, but same goal, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. for the glory of, uh, for the end of the day, it's for the kingdom and for the glory of God. Right. Um, AMDG. And so, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Let's uh let's get into some of the questions and, and things that we kind of had written down here uh, that we wanted to kind of discuss and and sharing our kind of a bit of our vulnerability. What is like a, a biggest fail that we had in starting our brands? Um, you can whoever wants to take that one first. I have to think about that actually. Um, <laughs> Me too. Uh, I know. I have mine. Right. Go, Haida. Right. Go. All right. So. Um, for product-based businesses, um, so I'm just going to talk exclusively about that. Um, a uh, huge rookie mistake is underpricing your stuff, um, and especially in what I affectionately call Catholic land. Mm-hmm. You know, all the Catholic goods, um, people who run their own businesses, shops, small brands, they mm-hmm. do this. It's notorious. You know, everyone undersells their work. Um this is not the case, by the way, on, like, the big, big Catholic brands. You know, you think, like, the Catholic company online or, like, Autumn or, like, these big kind of church yeah. brands. Um, they are marking up, like, their margins are very healthy. Small Catholic businesses, not so much. And I have a lot of intimate knowledge of a lot of very small Catholic brands. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, when you put forth a new product or when I first started, um, I was putting out this baptismal candle and, um, the reason I was doing a baptismal candle is because there really aren't any baptismal candles at the first at the caliber that I make them at Mm -hmm. and two at the design quality. So like you Mm -hmm. could do like a very cheap designed quality or design version of what I do. Um, but there's nothing like that either. So I was entering a new space Mm-hmm. Um, with the product and I got the advice from friends and family, big mistake, um, when trying to price a product, friends and family and what they think they would buy something like what I was making mm-hmm. at huge mistake, asking mm-hmm. people who are one who love you and know you and want to support you like that's, 
you know, it's what we all want to do. We all want that affirmation, but what we need is the hard truth if we want a successful brand, if we want yeah. a successful product. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, I didn't follow that advice that I got mm -hmm. back then. So um, I started making this candle and doing all of this work. It actually took almost a year of development um, doing, making the candle. And that's like with you know, there was a lot going on in my life at that time, including things like postpartum depression and stuff like that. So it took a long time for me to kind of bring out this candle. But once I did um, uh, kind of develop it, um, I was selling it with a, what was it? Like a 20, I think a 20% profit margin, maybe, mm. which is maybe fine. Um, you're supposed to want like a 40% profit margin on like a product, mm -hmm. but if you're going to sell it wholesale, which also I wanted to do because I wanted to sell to like parishes and groups and like RCIA programs. And mm -hmm. I wanted to give them a big discount because that's, you know, that's the whole point. I want to support and I want to mm -hmm. bring beauty. Right? right. So I was selling these candles and slowly losing money on them. Because I had priced the candle originally at, at an extremely unsustainable price, not taking into account any of the effort, including mm -hmm. the $10 a week that I paid my husband. <laughs> like, I didn't even take any of that into, you know, and his work actually would have cost probably somewhere around 1000 maybe $2,000 to get yeah. done professionally. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just like maybe more than that. Um so I didn't take any of that into account. So I really underpriced my, my candle, started selling mm -hmm. it. It was, it was a hit. People were buying it. It was great. I was working really hard and I started to hate making them because mm -hmm. I wasn't making any money and mm -hmm. I wasn't able to like mm -hmm. bring the product to life in new ways. Um, you know, mm -hmm. sort of what Jarrell is talking about. Like you want to continue to breathe life into your business and your brand and, and, you know, I was losing money on this, um, which is the opposite of what you want. So that's like the biggest failure that I experienced was like having to take a really hard look at my numbers. I actually hired a CFO, um, so, you know, a chief financial officer. There are people that will come in and like look at your numbers and say, oh, they're crap. You need to do better. <laughs> and here's why. Right. And I hired two of them to look at my numbers. Um, and I'll talk about that later, like investing in experts, but, um, mm -hmm. to look at it and see what, where I was going wrong. And both of them told me, yeah, this is why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And they helped me price it, price my candle where it needed to be in order to give discounts to parishes and groups, um, and ministries, um, while still maintaining the candle quality and in fact, even being able to upgrade it. So, um, and that actually happened with all of my products. Um, I underpriced all of them at the beginning by quite a bit. Um, and that's okay yeah. now that I've, you know, learned from that, but it's a really painful process of like recognizing Right. Man, I have failed. I have failed <laughs> in the most obvious way. So, right. yeah. I think that's like the 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 hardest part of the failure, right? Is having to admit that you did, and mm -hmm. um, and facing the fact like I need to change something, even though like you're like like I feel like businesses can get like people can get stuck in that what they're already doing. If it if it works, it works. And like mm -hmm. Jarrell, like last week, 
suggested to do something. I was like, oh, well, that's not how I do it, you know. And so, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, yeah. And then he explains like, oh, you know, like you have to, you know, continue to change and revamp and do stuff and and continuously dying and and, and starting anew and making new things and um and and then we tried it and I loved it and like listening to it like after editing it and stuff like that I usually don't listen to it right away I like edit upload and then I let it sit for a couple days then I listen to it so I forget about how I listened and I was like oh wow yeah it actually sounds and flows really well and so I wasn't I mean like I was like, oh, okay, so like having to try new things is is necessary, and but admitting that you you should try something new is also like hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and like telling my customers or like rolling out that price range was mm-hmm. really in some. It, it wasn't painful necessarily for them, but it was for me. Just like it took, it was like four months of work of just like getting ready to do that. And yeah, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> I think uh, now that you mentioned, like it's definitely for me, like. Um, as we talk about that, it's going to be for like when I started it, I was just doing a, the podcast by myself, you know, right. and I was running the Instagram by myself. Um, and so I was trying to make posts as daily as as much as as often as I could. Uh, the goal was daily or like at least three times a week. And I was doing it all alone, it, like recording a podcast, editing a podcast um, running the social media in hopes to kind of grow the account. And and I, I think that I had done that for the entire first season, which is the first 25 episodes. Um, if, like here and there, I had like sporadic guests. You know, there was no there was no plan. Again, it was just kind of something I started because I was bored. So like there was never really a structure at the beginning. And so um, I kind of like just followed that structureless like... Mm-hmm like mentality you know um and so like i mean like there's it's okay to be structureless at the points but like in the beginning when you start something you want to like really have a good idea of why you're starting what you you know your big why um and i mean i'm one of the four i'm like i'm fortunate that i didn't have that big like a huge why i had a small why but uh it worked out you know like it, it turned out like i took a season break after 25 episodes like i need to stop i'm getting really busy and I don't have time for it. And then, like, in that, like, few-week break, I kind of, like, took time to reevaluate, see what I needed to change, edit what I needed to edit, um, and then admit to myself, like, I can't do these episodes alone often, at least. Like, if, like, because, like, edit, like, recording an episode by myself is much easier because I can just record whenever I want. When you record with other people, you have to work with their schedules. It's, like, they could cancel on you. Relying on other people is hard. Um, and so I was like, but what's actually going to get people to listen and get a message out? And why do I even want people on? And so then I had to really, really reevaluate it. And I think even through season, the beginning of season one, uh, season two, uh, beginning of this year, that, that like lesson kind of still was being learned in my head. Um, and I think in March during quarantines, when it hit me, like collabs, do collabs. And I think it's like literally after I did the episode with Jarrell, cause um, Jarrell like graciously did some mentoring with me like right after an episode and just threw me advice like for like another 30 minutes and I was like trying to take it all in <laughs> <laughs> like, yes anything you say like, what are you saying right now <laughs> and, it, and it turned out to be really helpful for me because Jarrell's the reason why I now have writers is that you can't you know like he had, you know I had to admit to myself that I can't do it alone and I can't do it as often I can make the post but like the same time like I could I could even find a designer to do the 
designing for me um, so I don't have to even worry about it. Um, yeah, Haida is the queen of delegation. No, <laughs> that's my whole job. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. could take a lesson in that. So. Right. That's so great. Though. And that's the thing that I had to learn for me is just like, I can't do this alone. And I can't, I'm not, one of, first of all, I'm boring, like by myself. <laughs> 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 like listening to an episode, I short it was like, I kept it like 20 to 30 minutes when I was recording by myself. Even the 20, 30 minutes in reality is so long. <laughs> and so now I can record an hour long podcast with a guest and it doesn't seem yeah. long at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the gift of like collabing and teaming up with people. And, um, it like, it brings it out to more people too. So, yeah. So that's Heck the lesson yeah. I have to learn. Um, for me, it mine's a little bit, I guess a little bit complicated because, the Living Person isn't my business. My business is um, Living Person Media, which went through a name change. It used to be uh, Will Be All Right LLC, and that was my wedding uh, oh. video company. Mm-hmm. So I started in photography, and um, um, that's kind of like where it went. But actually, my biggest mistake um, started uh, was, was pre-Living Person and also pre-video um, and photo. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a year of service in Detroit and, um, my friend invited me to this, um, this conference, this like, I don't know, get hype, inspirational, blah, blah, blah conference with like <laughs> some really big speakers. I think like, I can't remember who, but, um, um, there were some big name speakers and it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they, they structure this, I can see this now with all the marketing experience that I have, I can see this now, like they hired, like, uh, let's just say they hired Brad Pitt to speak, Mm -hmm. or let's Mm -hmm. say they hired Leonardo DiCaprio to Mm -hmm. speak about something inspirational. But before all of that, they had all of these, um, business people pitching their product and like real estate, like here's how you can make money doing real estate. Here's how you can make money doing stocks. And then, so I'm like, Whoa, like, I could be rich. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm like actually listening to these things and um, I get caught up into it. So um, I go to another conference. So like they offer a package, they give me a free something. See again, like the freebie or whatever. They give me a free, free something. I get some value from it. I learn about business. Again, I think I can be rich. I'm going to be rich. So I go to another conference and then, um, and then I'm like, that one's not for me. And then I go to another one. I'm like, this one's for me. So I invested $4,000 um, <clears> on this real estate course. Um, long story. And then after that, I got approached, I got approached um, by some people to get into this like network marketing gig. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an Avon or like an Amway mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was called Market America. I signed up for that. Um, and then I think a year of that, and then I was like, that's not working. I'm going to drop that. I get signed up by, I'm like, I'm already like this entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Like I'm going to be rich type of thing. All the while I have my ministry job, but, um, in my head, I'm like, I'm making money, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, I'm perusing online and I find this guy, um, who's like doing this webinar, I go through the webinar, just like you, Adrian, like, tell me everything that you know, blah, 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 take notes. Mm -hmm. Um, He calls me 
at like three in the morning, he's like, Hey, I'm ready to work with you. You know? And, um, he brings me through this whole process and long story short, I'm selling uh, weight loss shakes. <laughs> so I'm selling weight loss shakes and the concept is to get other people to also sell weight loss shakes. Um, it costs like 500 bucks to sign up and, um, you just get more people and more people and more people. And the concept was that you get, you know, like your list of people, your network, and then you approach them with this business plan and then you try to sell the shakes and blah, blah, blah. I got, I got like, I went through my entire list of people, all my friends, all my family. I essentially got all my family to sign up with me. Um, and yeah, this is my biggest mistake. Mm -hmm. I, um, for like two months, I was like, like climbing the ladders in the sales because I was bringing yeah. in all of these people, right? Yeah. Um, which like speaks to my gift and like trying to recruit and like pitching a mm -hmm. vision and, and things mm -hmm. like that. But I was pitching the wrong vision. Mm -hmm. So um, if you get to a certain level, you get um, a $600 bonus check to pay for your BMW. Oh, I, wow. <laughs> I got a BMW. <laughs> At least a BMW. Mm -hmm. Um so then after those first two months, I had a BMW, like I'm like pitching like this dream and vision for our family and um, no one's selling anything. So mm. I had exhausted my list, my team, my family, not selling anything. And then I woke up one day and I was like $20,000 in debt from this, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm living in hell. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, I'm living in hell. Mm -hmm. Um and then that's when I like dropped everything and did some apologies to my family and um, started paying up, like uh, like sold my BMW, sold my car mm. so that I could sell my BMW, <laughs> you know, mm. um, was living on a GA stipend um, of like $1,000 a month and I paid $900, $900 towards the debts of my 20000 a year. So anyways, that was the biggest mistake. I got out of oh. debt in like three years mm. and then it got married and then I started a new life. So in That's the midst so cool. of that whole thing, like that was 2013 and then, um, and then 2014 is when I started my, my real business, mm -hmm. something that was slow and steady mm -hmm. and took mm -hmm. time and something that I loved and I could use my gifts of like, um, um, pitching a vision of like, you know, media and like pictures and videos and like things like that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so I really got like, and that just speaks maybe to my personality. Like I go big and I go hard mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid of failure. And um, that one really bit me. <laughs> that one really, <laughs> that was a, yeah. probably one of the worst mistakes um, ever. But um, we got out of it and here we are. <laughs> I learned a lot. Nice. I learned a lot about like speed and I learned a lot about um, uh, staying true to yourself. And I learned a lot about the values. Uh, the values of Christianity are true for a reason. And they're true in business, too. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, yeah, I tend to give away more things than I take. And it has, it has provided me with more money than I had ever imagined, you know. Right. Um, so... And it comes from this, uh, this mindset of like, like when I was doing all those things, I was just like, I got to just like take as much as I can. Cause like, like, mm 
it's there for my taking, but mm-hmm. um, it's kind of flipped now. It's like the do the opposite mindset. It's like there's abundant and an abundance of resources and there's more mm-hmm. than enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. And every time I, I give more than I take, mm-hmm. it ends up working out. It's, there has not been a time where I have, have like given somebody something and it hasn't worked out. Um, mm-hmm. where I haven't received like tenfold, twentyfold, a hundredfold in return. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my model of business um, because of like the big mistakes that I have made. So yeah, and which is mm-hmm. why you see like on Living a Person, like we're giving a hundred, a hundred percent of our profits to blah 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 blah. It's like we don't make any money, but like mm-hmm. for a Living Person, I'm not building necessarily a business. I'm building a brand. Right. I want people to know um, about this mission and this message. So. It's a yeah. little bit flipped, and I have that privilege um, to do it because I'm not. Um, uh, I'm, I'm making money with my media production stuff, and for a living mm-hmm. person, it's just kind of like there's no structure. Whatever goes, goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that it's that way because um, uh, it's. I feel like it's rooted in the spirit. Not to say that my sure. my media company isn't rooted in the spirit, but um, right. um, this one's like I feel like radically like. I will go wherever you want me to go, you know? So, and I love that about it, so. Right. And that's so cool about it. I think uh, when it comes to building brands, right, it's hard to kind of, to really, I feel like, put in your trust that the Lord is going to take care of it, right? Because you really want to be in control of everything that happens, everything that you do, everything that you put out. But I think that's a part of, like, um that stands out to about the living person. I mean, like I think it kind of, as somebody who was just a follower before, before we kind of um, made our, uh, like become, became friends and close and stuff like that. It was just something that, you know, I, I would, I was like always following and like, Oh, these posts and the way that Joe answered these questions, these are like something that helped me. And they're just like, yeah, there's no necessarily a structure to how you did the things. It's just was attractive. Right. Yeah. Because, um, because it offered something that I didn't thought they didn't think I needed. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, and I think when 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 starting a brand like, uh, like I think that's a huge part is like, especially if you're a Catholic and a Christian and trying to start a brand, um, letting that leaving room for the Spirit to grow and help you and, and guide you in that. Uh, for me, that you know, I think I gave too much room and I didn't have a structure, you know, I was kind of on the opposite side where I was just like, let me just talk in the mic for 20 minutes and see how it goes. <laughs> and uh, fingers crossed, you know, but um, and maybe I'm too hard on myself and, and that too. And, and, and um, um, I, I did listen back to some of my first episodes and yeah, there was a bit of, there was a bit of structure there, but you know, like I think I could have taken some time to put thought into the brand a bit more, you know, yeah. um, to kind of really kick it off. Cause I see, I have a friend who I was, a guest on his podcast, uh, last month or sometime earlier this month called the catechism guy. And I was like, first of all, it was an honor to be asked to be a guest on a, a podcast, but he started his brand really well. Mm-hmm. And like the, the thing about it, I'm like, I'm like not to dish his, like, like the design or anything. And it's not like, it's just, it's not like the most, like oh revolutionary logo design or anything like that um but his i the idea of his thing is like uh breaking open the catechism and helping it under like bring it into practicality um and sharing people's stories with it and yeah. it's awesome it's like yeah. such a great idea and like the branding might not be like 
like amazing or well like super like up eye opening but it's 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 good mm-hmm. um and it's amazing yeah. but the concept the content is so well made yeah. like hide i sent you like a little like a a picture of like um to like what needs to be done for recording right on instagram oh, yeah. before mm-hmm. this and that's yeah. literally i screenshotted it from his sheet that he gave me like as a <laughs> like as like a, as a prep sheet Mm-hmm. Like he's like, here's a, a guest prep sheet. And I was like, wow, that like, that's awesome. Like, how do you have that? And you're, <laughs> you're five episodes in like, what the heck, <laughs> you know? Um, but you know, he was structured and he still leaves room for the spirit to, uh, to, to work in his, in his brand and his mm-hmm. podcast and his Instagram. And I think that's, I think a huge part of, of like starting one. Um, and I think that kind of leads into another thing, another um, question that we have like the misconceptions of starting like a Catholic business you know or you know if you're whether offering a service you know like Ida's doing a product based uh, Jarell's like living living person media is um, a service base and I mean I'm just a podcast I don't really know what that is um, um, I guess content really so um, what are the misconceptions for those uh, of, uh, of those who are like of our like I guess respective like areas um uh, that we're in it feels that we're in um like different branches of this branch you know so does anybody like what are the big misconceptions that you think that people should be aware of i'm looking at jarell's face if he <laughs> wants to talk first <laughs> um, i can i think i can talk first if you want me to Haida. i'm good i have i have my answer go for it I have, well, okay, my biggest, the biggest misconception, um, in, and I'm going to speak specifically to the Catholic product space. Mm-hmm. If I could yell this, I would yell it when my <laughs> kids are asleep. Um, <laughs> it's that <laughs> there are enough customers to go around. Heck yes. Um, mm-hmm. Come on. There's enough. Um, people enter into, or they get, they, they don't want to enter into, like, the Catholic space, oh, it's already been done, or it's already, like, this brand's doing it great, or whatever, and they compare themselves, but there's enough, there's space. Mm -hmm. There's space for your gifts, there's space for your talent, there's space for your drive, and um, we need it in the Catholic space. So uh, the biggest misconception is that it's already saturated, and that's just, like, such a lie. We we need more, Mm -hmm. better you, you know, mm-hmm. we need, we need people to continue entering the space and challenging brands like mine to do better mm-hmm. and to, 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 to live up to our aspirations of, you know, of, of bringing holiness or like things that like help people pursue holiness, yeah. um, into their homes. So cool. I, I see that all the time and part of like a ton of little groups and like, they're doing like Catholic products and Mm -hmm. I see it all the time people just like thinking that you know you know we don't need another rosary maker we don't need another you know like baby teether I'm in a lot of like mom spaces so that's (laughs) you know (laughs) so you know or we don't need another like catholic you know catholic t-shirt or whatever but we do Mm -hmm. we do we need more and better um and and you know the church could use that talent it's a huge deal to me personally, and that's why we try to hire. I only I, I prioritize hiring Catholic creatives above anybody else to work mm-hmm. with, you know, Catholic photographers and Catholic copywriters and Catholic 
you know, um, mm-hmm. Christian owned like our like our vendor for printing our holy water bottle. They're a local Catholic owned printer. <laughs> you know, like trying so to like work with these folks um, yeah. to encourage more people to enter the space. So yeah, it drives me nuts that people think like it's a saturated market because it's not. Mm-hmm. We need you. <laughs> right and that's i mean that also goes with i mean that's not my this is not what i'm gonna share but like for podcasting everyone's like oh it's so saturated why is everyone starting a podcast? especially during quarantine everybody oh, started yeah. a podcast <laughs> <laughs> like and it, i mean it's great and i love it because mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's offering something different but also mm-hmm. something kind of uh, similar it's mm-hmm. just like but if you listen to my podcast versus uh the the blessed is she podcast it's mm-hmm. not gonna sound the same you know, mm-hmm. um, but if you listen, if you listen to Forte Catholic versus mm-hmm. you know, um, um, uh, we uh, abide together. That is not mm-hmm. going to sound the same, you know, yeah. right? Um, and so there's so many, so many of us out there, and mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, not everybody's listening to podcasts right now, but like, eventually, like somebody might, somebody who needs to hear it will hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I mean, yeah, it's it's true. So many places, product based, uh, but definitely mm-hmm. also here and. In the podcast world, um, Joe, do you want to take a crack at this one? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I what a misconception is. <laughs> I think I was gonna just try to talk my way through it. Um, I mean, there's so many mis- there's so many misconceptions. I don't know. Um, for a living person, um, how about this? A living person uh, right now has. Um, let me just let me just look. Um, <laughs> Living person right now has thirty nine point six k followers. Mm. Like what a huge misconception, right? Mm. Like those are all vanity numbers, you know. Like, mm. and just like go through a, a an Instagram page and go through like the likes. Like right now, there's a there's a um, a graphic that says you are not defined by your past, and it has one thousand two hundred and one likes. There's the audience. Mm-hmm. Like that's my audience. Right. Mm -hmm. So like whatever, like, it's just like, there's so many things that you need to pay attention to that, that will, um, if you don't think about them in depth, will mess with your mental health and will Mm -hmm. like screw you up in the comparison game that, Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's, that's my big misconception as you're starting your brand. Mm -hmm. Like, um, who cares if you have 200 followers, you know? Like you have people that are following you and um, people that want to hear your take and you obviously feel like you have something to give and something to offer and something has convinced you um, that you've got that uniqueness that people need and want. So do it and believe it. Believe in yourself and do it Um, because we also started out with 100 followers just like everybody else, you know. Um, I wrote on a note card. I remember writing on a note card to my, um, um, because I was going to like hang out with my friend at the bar or something like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write it down. And on the piece of, on the note card, I wish I still had it. I said, the living person will have 10,000 followers, you know? Mm. I was like, okay, I believe that. Um, and it happened. Um, so, but then like, you also have to like come to terms with what social media is like um, just because you have this certain amount of followers doesn't mean that people are, are watching. Like there's only a thousand people watching on, mm-hmm. on living person. So, um, you know, like you build your audience, it doesn't mean they're following you forever. Mm-hmm. Right. right. 
just because they like you doesn't mean they're following you forever. And especially with the algorithm and the way in which that like the algorithm will just like push content that you want and the algorithm knows you probably better than you know yourself in certain ways. Um, but um, I guess my misconception is like we're not that big. We're not that we're not that like we're not that special. Um, mm-hmm. Look at our designs. Um, mm-hmm. um, take what you uh profoundly believe in and put it out into the world and see what happens. That's it. That's all that we do. That's all that I do. And, um, and then collapse if you want to grow. (laughs) That's awesome. I think it's huge. The comparison game, um, you know, you can, you can, we can get caught up on that. Like always. I mean, like it's, it's human. Like, you know, like you're going to see, I mean, like not my personal account, I really don't care, but then I go on living ardently and I'm like, how many do I have now? Like, I we reached 700 um, followers. That's huge for us because we started this podcast um, when we really started pumping things out. Um, season two, we had, like, 200 followers. So, like, that's huge. Yeah, like, that's big. Uh, um, do I do I just go out there and pump? And like, hey, woo, 700. And then, like, literally the <laughs> next, like, uh, when I was about to do it, I, like, two followers, like, I got like two followers dropped and I was like ah never mind I'm just not <laughs> <laughs> it was like 698 I was like alright never mind I'm just not gonna do this <laughs> yeah and then like there's so many like detailed things like people drop every day Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we lose 200 I drop people to f- every day yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I we think lose too. 200 to 400 every day mm. that's crazy like what and if you get, th- if you like, so, get, if you like, like who look, cares? I don't much, know. You know. Yeah. You go crazy. You can't like, I don't even look at the numbers anymore because it's just like, I've been there, done that. And I don't want to be that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. And I think, uh, my, my, the misconception in the podcast, uh, world and Instagram, where I think is, is very similar to what we both are saying. It's just that, you know, for like that you have to one, like grow fast. Right, and you have to have a following and like a a consistent following, and like uh, you can. I mean, like if you go on our Instagram post, like some like today, yes, like I think yesterday's post got like a hundred and some likes, but um, last like yesterday's post got thirty six. Like you know, like yeah. it just it fluctuates, and that's just a matter of social media. It's nothing that is going to actually you know, matter at the end. Um, mm-hmm. the, my, the main thing that we have here is the podcast and the people who need to see it will see it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the misconception, uh, the most, uh, yeah, I guess it's just the growth. And like, uh, I even, I'm guilty of it. Like, um, Meg Wells, so she was a guest of ours here earlier this year and she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And her, her her and her husband just, um, she just gave birth to an amazing, beautiful baby on, and she's she has a, a huge following on Instagram. You know, and she, um, she and Cecilia Pappas started a podcast, right? And they, or their podcast, like, boom, numbers, like, immediately. Like, all their followers, like, flew to the podcast. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I was like what the hell? Why did I, why do I still suck on 400? And they start the podcast and they have, like, woo. And uh, I was just like, at first, I was just like, what the hell? Like, and then I was like, what? Are, and then I had to check myself. Like, why are you, why are you here comparing yourself again? You know, mm-hmm. why are you comparing yourself to these uh, podcasts who have been around for 
like six, seven years and, you know, you're in your first year and you're complaining about numbers, you know, like just be consistent. Do if you love it. And I do. And I love doing this. And it's something that, um, you know, I mean, even though I had no structure at the beginning, like I said, like I still enjoyed it, you know, um, and I, I grew to really have this huge passion for it and wanting to um, not only record podcasts that were helping people, but sharing people's stories. Because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, my biggest part of my ministry is that, oh yeah, uh, it's from C.S. Lewis's book, Four Loves, is to love it all is to be vulnerable. And so vulnerability is, like, huge for me. And mm-hmm. so I strive to get, like, people to come on and to, like, share their, their hearts and, their, and be vulnerable with the, the listeners so that people, like, feel, feel at home here. And then also maybe they listen to people being vulnerable. They, in turn, go home and be vulnerable with their loved ones, you know. And that's, like, the dream for what Living mm-hmm. Artemis podcast ought to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we kind of varied off of topical-based topics. But I also see the value in topical-based uh, podcasts, you know, where we're talking yeah. about certain things like this. Um, and so for the, ho- the hope for this podcast is different for last week's podcast, which was a testimony, you know. And, and the hope for this one is to help those who are in Catholic businesses who are, are trying to start theirs and... And not to, to compare, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so, yeah. So the misconception of that, you need to grow and you need to grow fast immediately of, within starting your company. It's it's not the speed, like Jarrell said mm-hmm. earlier. It's slow. It's it's grueling. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes feels like it's never done knowing to. Right? But it... it and- yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, and it can be a death wish if you yeah. if you grow too fast. That's totally. a huge totally. way to like stifle. Well, like you know, put out the fire immediately totally. because if you're not ready for it, then you're you're it's gonna be its own little you know kind of like Gerald was saying earlier yeah. of the story, like his own little hell. Like right. everyone wants something from me. I'm too big. I'm too successful, and yeah. I'm not ready for it. Mm. So, so true. yeah, isn't that interesting though? Like how. You know, we want to grow. We want to be big. We want to be successful. Yeah. And then, but if we get what we want versus maybe what the right thing is, the Christian thing is, you know, the Holy Spirit thing is, if we get what we want, then it's going to fall apart. Right. It's just not how growth works, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, that's how it works if you're shooting steroids, you know. <laughs> you're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 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 buying followers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's how it works if you want to do it that way, but like there, there's like a, there's like a huge crash, you know, Um, and you know like the, the the grind is so real, and Mm -hmm. I'm always after Adrian saying like, (laughs) like, you better love it, you know, like the things that you're doing, like you either better be making the right amount of money to give you energy. Or you better you better love it if you're, if you're not getting money like you yeah. better love it because like it's gonna eat you alive. Yeah, it's gonna eat you alive. Yeah. So um, like yeah like there are, there are concepts that like I think are cool but like I'm not in love with them so mm-hmm. we drop them you know. Mm-hmm. Oh let me show you this. These pencils. Oh yeah. Forgot about those. <laughs> yeah, cause I didn't love it. I was like, I was like, I'm not busting my butt to get these stupid pencils out, you know. <laughs> so, whatever. I want a pencil. I'll send you a pencil. <laughs> yeah, <you're good. laughs> 
because like I would have, I would have, um, I was just going to drop ship them. So I was going to get the order on Shopify yep. and then mm. I was going to go to Etsy and then order the pencil, plug in the mm. address and then have to deal with customer service and like, Oh boy. Yeah. What? Like, what was I thinking? You know, Mm-mm. but that was after we, we closed on the shop and I was like, Man, I we literally have no money right now. Like, what can I do to get just like a little bit of income to keep this website running? So, so I tried a bunch of things out, and I think that's. I mean, and like for those who are doing like service based too, like, um, because I was recently at uh, there's this amazing account, the Creation Project, and they've been doing Mm -hmm. such cool things there. Yeah, they right? and they are and I just mm-hmm. and I sat in the last two sessions eight eight and nine I didn't realize these were actual sessions that they were doing I oh my gosh they're amazing they're but yeah so I sat cool. into the eighth and then the ninth one with uh with Edmund and it was so good like in all these all awesome accounts seeing like faces to the people who are behind accounts because everybody who logs in like puts their Instagram like account I'm like oh my gosh that's what that's blah blah blah's account and that's who runs that that account and so it was just really cool to see um but also seeing like how yeah there's there's a business side uh you know there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of creating a brand and and creating um you know finding your niche and you know people just don't understand don't know where to go you know and and yeah. I think this is a this creation project they offered some cool things to kind of help one well one help motivate people to create right but to also help people to like um, understand their worth like I mean that was the last session was like understanding your worth with Edmund mm-hmm. and like knowing that you know like kind of what Haida was talking about earlier like not underpricing yourself mm-hmm. or whatever but and then but then at the same time Jarrell if you're doing service Jarrell was saying like I, I spoke to Jarrell about it, like how what I got from it and then Jarrell like did contrary to what was saying contrary to what Edmund shared and I was like yeah where do I land <laughs> <laughs> and so trying to figure out what I what I could offer and um, yeah. at the end of it after thinking about it yeah I like there are some things that you know because I'm trying to figure out how I can get into doing some services as well because I have I have experience in in graphic design and video editing uh, from my my college and high school careers um, career um, and I was able to learn a lot of stuff while even doing this podcast and so like I can offer these to people and so mm-hmm. what do I offer right and so you know Jarrell and a couple of podcasts um, after listening to a couple podcasts I was like you know what? I need to go to the side that you know, Jarrell was kind of speaking to because I don't have the the creative quality that some people do have, and I'm not confident in that. Like maybe I could, but like mm-hmm. I don't have the confidence in myself yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so knowing, understanding yourself, and um, following what you know the spirit is kind of like you know how it works in you and how you're able to do, I think is super important when doing any of the things that we're doing. You know, what what Adrian's talking about is this. I mean, there's there's a debate between like how much do you charge, like do you charge what right. you think you're worth, or mm-hmm. do you do you work for free? And my mm-hmm. my my take is that you work for free mm-hmm. until you do enough gigs to gain the confidence to say I am worth X amount. Um, and I I likened it to um, this thought of like like LeBron James gets picked to be the fourth quarter like like clutch shot because he has the experience Mm -hmm. 
Right. Like if you have no experience working with clients and working with parishes mm-hmm. or working with businesses and uh, all of your experiences from a high school class or like just like through your own hobbies, right. mm-hmm. how do you have, how, how are you, how are you going to go into a company, into a meeting and say like, yeah, I'm this amount, which somebody can do. Right. Um, but, um, and it's also tied to this, this idea of, of, uh, I don't know this uh when you give it will return to you a hundredfold mm-hmm. so it's also it's also um building up your portfolio right is mm-hmm. what i think is is like if you build up your portfolio to have um quality work mm-hmm. that resembles work that would exist for nike or adidas or like mm-hmm. some of the most like like high profile clients, then you will be paid like a high profile graphic designer. (laughs) Even if you did all of your work for free, that's just Mm -hmm. how it works. So, uh, yeah. 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 Well, and it's like what you, you know, what you say, it's kind of like that ecosystem of like giving and receiving and get, being able to give more like once you, but I think it's really important that people like do end up pricing themselves where they should be, you know, and have maybe some external, I don't know, you know, your, some external goal to hit. Um, you know, cause I see a lot of people, here's my, here's my beef. In some ways I see a lot of people asking for free or reduced prices because, you know, I'm Catholic. This is not to me. I'm very clear and upfront with people. Like I have very clear percentages of discounts for like, you know, parishes and clergy and programs. So, so this is not necessarily reflective of my business, but like people come up to artists all the time and say, Hey, can you do this for $5? Can you make this logo or whatever for $5? And, you know, they expect all of this work. Well, I mean, I don't think somebody should, if, if you're going to do a project for $5, do it for free, yeah. you know, because <laughs> know. It's, that's, that's just insulting. Right. But after a time, like charge $150, okay. you know, charge $300, right. charge $500 for that same project in the future as you, as you grow. Um, and some people just get stuck. Um, I have a lot of family members who are artists and they just get stuck in that free, like free because we're both Christians. Like, (laughs) so like Jarrell and I have this thing where he keeps trying to give me free stuff and I keep trying to pay him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I was like, Hey Jarrell, I'd love to pay you for some time to like kind of mentor me and ask him. And like, I have some questions for you. He's like, no, no, let's hop on the phone for free. And I'm like, no, but I really want to pay you for your time. <laughs> so, so that, you know, that, that's good too. Yeah. I'm going to figure out his Venmo someday. There's a con like the context for my stuff though, is that I have a full-time job. So that's really important for people to that's know. That's true too. Um, and I've got my, my income that's steady and not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that allows me to be creative in a lot of ways that, Mm -hmm. um, a full-time freelance creative just doesn't have. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if I didn't want to take the job from the pet company or, or whatever company, then I didn't have to because I had this, I had, uh, an income, you know what I mean? And a double income, mind you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think you have to take a look at like your, your situation. 
Mm-hmm. But if you're in my situation, I mean, like, the I just really believe in the path that I took of, like, of, like, seeking your favorite companies. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully they're, like, really, very bougie and, like, really high profile. <laughs> making free videos for them, making, doing free photography for them, doing free design, doing free web design, and then putting mm-hmm. that company right on your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then you have, let's just say you work for five companies or ten companies. You have a portfolio that's of high-profile clients. And you did all that work for free. And then when you go into the meeting, when you're when somebody actually approaches you, they're like, wow, I love your work. It's like, yeah, I'm really expensive. <laughs> yes! Yes! That's awesome. But like, that's amazing. But like, I, I did all of the work uh, to build my portfolio mm-hmm. with companies mm-hmm. that I loved. Yes. who had business, had visions and missions that I believed in nonprofits mm-hmm. and, and like hunger centers and, and like, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like uh, yoga studios that I really loved and gyms that I really loved and whatever, whatever, whatever sports teams. Like I worked for the Cleveland Indians and the, the Cleveland Cavaliers mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. free, you know, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like businesses don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean like that would have been work that I would have charged, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I just wanted to do the job, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like they offered and they said like, Hey, can you do this for free? Or there was an opportunity. It's like, um, I was like, do I offer it? Do I give you an invoice? It's like, (laughs) no, I want to be there. You know, like every other person in the world has to pay to be with these, with these players. Like I'll do it for free because I know Mm -hmm. it's going to come back to me Mm -hmm. in another way. Mm-hmm. so so it's different yeah. it's totally different like the the key piece here is context you know mm-hmm. yeah. um, so yeah and i'm service-based and there's so many things that go into it i wouldn't advise that for another context you know yeah mm-hmm. right and that's huge i think too um i lost my train of thought we're gonna take a break right here. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a break because we we uh, we went like without a break. So we're gonna take a break real quick and then uh, finish the episode when we get back. All right, sounds good. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to Anchor.fm to get started. It's a they have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money off of your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. We're back with Jarrell from The Living Person um, in Haida from Reliquary Supply. You can follow Jarrell over at uh, his account at, at the.living.person. And then since we've been talking about his media account, you can follow at, uh, is it Living Person Media? That's right, yeah. There you go. Check it out. And then livingpersonmedia.com. Oh, hey, and there's a website too. I'll have yeah. all of these somewhere 
I've never had three people, so I don't know how the like lower thirds are gonna look. So we'll figure it out, yo. <laughs> Wherever it is, <laughs> wherever they are, they'll probably be in these like little brackets down there. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Haida's uh, account is Reli- at Reliquary Supply on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then Living per- uh, Living Ardently <laughs> um, is at Living Ardently on Instagram. Um, soon, you can check out. We have like, I think you can check out our like on in the making website. It's livingardently.com. Um, it's not completed. My friends and my friends and I are still working on it, but eventually, that will be a new home base for us to kind of like put some stuff out there too. So, um, we got some some more stuff that we're talking about. Um, we're, again, we're talking about the business side and uh, business and um, starting your brand and you know being Catholic, you know, in that too. And so, um, one of the greatest things that uh, we all had an opportunity to is like. Uh, we've been doing this for some set amount of time, at least a year for all of us. Um, and so we've had some experiences. Uh, we talked about a failures earlier, right? But what is like some, some of our pivotal experiences that we had in our brands? And um, I think I can, I'll go first for this one. I think one of my, I think really honestly, truthfully, um, one of the pivotal experiences uh, was in like my interview with Jarrell, like reaching out to Jarrell for that because after that, we, you know, like I said, we did it. We started like talking. He mentored me for like 30 minutes on like how to like collab and reach out. And after that, really is when I, it was like quarantine. And then I was able to reach out to all these like Catholic podcasters that I listened to, like Edmund Mitchell, uh, Taylor Schroll, um, and then like influencers like Megan Wells and all these people. And I had people from Australia, like um, a queen from Australia who now, does those Wednesday reflections on the living person, um, and City on Hill Co. who um, who is from Malaysia, and so like collabing with all these people within like I was putting out three episodes, uh, two episodes a week, and a third like a five minute Friday, and it was just like crazy like that I was able to do that, but it was it all drew back to uh, my interview with Jarrell for the living person just because I was a fan of the account, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I think for me, for the brand, this was like the, a pivotal thing because that's when everything really started to kick in. Um, and I mean, the advice it gave me obviously works. I mean, we've grown 500 followers since then, you know. Um, and we've yeah, that's gained, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Those are big numbers. This, Huge like, numbers for me. It, like in this day and age in Instagram, it's just so hard to grow. Like I started mm-hmm. five, like five or six years ago. It was just a lot easier to grow. But like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially it's with the tough. algorithm, you know. And then and especially with the podcast listeners. I think I had an average of like 20, 30 follower listeners. Um and now it's con- like pretty much like over 50, like 70 like range, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's huge. I mean, like it's not I mean, obviously it doesn't translate with the followers on Instagram. But again, there's only what average likes on a post like we talked about earlier is different from the following account, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so from your perspective, what did I tell you to do? You told me to one. <laughs> okay, so you told me a lot. Like, and so I think the biggest part was not to be not to be um, afraid of collabing and reaching out and getting no's, right? And yeah. so that's what caused mm-hmm. me to like, oh, just go out there. And then like, and then you also taught me like not to do this alone. So like, reaching out, finding people to help collab with you, um, and write those writings and create a team. And yes. so. I did that, and so, like, I have daily posts now. Uh, one of our posts literally just went up. Um, I just got a notification. Uh, See? See? 
right? And so, <laughs> and I'm like recording a podcast. I'm like not really at it, you know. Yeah. And so, and just having that, and then also being the post, being things that you know, this was the huge part. Like being things that will connect to those who are, you know, going to Instagram who are suffering. You know, like people who pick up their phones are usually teens or like young adults who are looking to escape. But if we can catch them in the moments of like where they're trying to escape and show them a glimmer of hope or like, hey, like you're not alone in that suffering, like they're going to feel welcome and they're going to feel like, oh, like I'm seen or like, oh, that's right. Or, um, you know, and like feel loved in that moment, even though they're like, it sounds silly through an Instagram post. Right. But like, honestly, like, I mean, I think we've all gone on Instagram, right, to, to, to kind of yeah. just escape in a, in a situation. And then like. There's been several times where a quote has like called me out. I'm like, oh, okay, like you know. I'm offended. Uh, right, I'm offended. How <laughs> dare you, Jesus? <laughs> and so you know, like that's. I mean, that that uh, was so invaluable to me. Like, I mean, so valuable to me and irreplaceable to me because it it taught me a lot in how to kind of be consistent and how to grow and how to like be patient with it because it's gonna take time. Um, and that, and again, also the fact that numbers don't count, don't matter, you know? Yeah. And so that was huge. Cool. The, um, the advice that I gave to Adrian, like we're still like in conversation. Yeah. Um, and, um, like the, the reaching out and like, don't being afraid to say no turned into, I think you had expressed like hesitancy of like, what, like this person's oh, yeah. just like, just like big time, you know? And yeah. like, there are these camp Catholic influencers that are, quote big time right. but like I, I i just like these are just people number one mm-hmm. i'm just a person number one mm-hmm. so just just like shoot me a dm or whatever mm-hmm. and like these people are not big time <laughs> like <laughs> kanye kanye west maybe is big time you know like mm-hmm. it so like what my hack was like i literally was dming kanye west lebron james the biggest of the biggest that i could think of mm-hmm. and asking them to collab mm-hmm. that's what i did personally mm-hmm. have done and i was yeah. like adrian just as a just as practice just ask like your mm-hmm. mo- the most famous people that you adore mm-hmm. to collab and then when you go to to the cath like the right. big time catholic influencers it just won't seem that big of a <laughs> deal big, yeah like right like maybe this they'll say no or maybe they'll say yes but like right. it's it's like that's not the point the point is right. that you have to just shoot the dm yeah. you know my so. my after that my my uh, I was very shoot your shot twenty twenty was my first <laughs> Sarah Sarah knows and like like I'll send I'll send like I'll shoot my shot with somebody I'll screenshot and send it like I'll send it like to a friend and like sometimes I'll send it to Joe I was like shoot your shot twenty twenty <laughs> and then like one time I did it to Matt Fred and that's Joe I was like she was like dude just go send it to like all these people I'm like what do you mean <laughs> but like literally afterwards I sent it to like um, Harrison Butt Kicker the uh, or Butker the the kicker for um, the what is there what the Chiefs is it right the, the oh really yeah I sent it to him because he's Catholic. And I sent it to Chris Bosh and to, to some other yeah. athletes, and like, yeah, I got nothing, res- no, nothing in response. But like, I sent it, and Just like, do it. And it was fun. part of the practice. Really cool. It's mm-hmm. part of the practice. Right. So. And I saw one one uh, one athlete that I sent it to Reddit. <laughs> I was like, yes. See. <laughs> See. <laughs> I texted Jim Gaffigan. See, that's awesome. Yeah, he had his number up for a while, and I texted him with my, uh, you know, my business. That's so and, cool. No, nothing. But it, you know. Yeah. I think that you should. I think that you should keep on. 
how about how about how about you all? What what are your uh, pivotal experiences in your brands? Haida. Um. So actually, you got me thinking about this. The pivotal experience in my brand that I'm that looking back on was a game changer. Is like when I DM'd. Uh, my friend, Erica T. Campbell from Be A Heart. And this was when I first started Reliquary Supply. So like, I don't know Instagram. I have 91 followers. Like I just released <laughs> a candle. Yes. Yep. Yes. And I was like, and she, like, she's, she was vibing with me. She likes mid-century modern. She likes like things that I like. I don't really care about baby stuff. Um, so, so you know, we didn't connect there. But I was like, I have a baby thing, I guess. <laughs> and so I, I was like, hey, can I send you my candle? And she's like, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess this is what we do. And um, that actually, like, that first, like, connection. And then I sent her a holy water bottle. And she's, we've, we started talking and started becoming friends over the last year or so. And found a real friend in the Catholic business space who have a lot of shared, like, honestly, like some shared trauma and some mm. shared healing mm. and some shared, like, all this stuff. We're about the same age. Like, our both of our husbands like to go bird watching. <laughs> I saw Paul birding okay. in one of right? her stories. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, and my husband was a part of the Junior Autobahn Society. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but like, yeah, that was like, for me, that was my pivotal moment looking back because just like developing that relationship, just whoever it might be was, has been really good for me because, you know, any, you can get like bogged down. I've gotten bogged down by like business and Catholic and all this stuff. And it's really nice to have like, a friend who's got a lot of shared experience and in fact like mentorship and just like that connection through this journey yeah. like that sustained me in a lot of ways and yeah. we're just new friends like we're not like best buddies mm-hmm. or anything I don't have her phone number but, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but yeah that was a, that was a pivotal moment Awesome. And I mean, while what, you're you talking too. now, actually, hold on one sec. Oh, yeah, while, go ahead. while you're talking now, why don't you oh, give yeah. your, your second word for the giveaway? You... Oh, yeah. Okay, my second word for the giveaway is Fallout because the Fallout series is my favorite video game series. I do like Fallout 76, not as much <laughs> as Fallout New Vegas. Just... <laughs> this is awesome. During our break, we kind of talked and yeah. I found out that Haida was a gamer. I was like, all right, that yeah. should be your, your word. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, so the first word was glory. The second word is uh, fallout. So again, there's going to be a third word later in the end of the episode, Jarrell's word. And so once you get all three, you can send it to me on Living Artly, <clears throat> and you will get five extra entries for the giveaway. Cool. Love all right, Jarrell. I was going to say what you two did um, in the Instagram space, I thought was like pretty revolutionary and like, I think for for a long time, Catholics are going to have images of a home baptism, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was all with your stuff. Like, that's just like, mm-hmm. to me, the perfect collab, you know, mm-hmm. like, what a time, <laughs> what a time, <laughs> and what a cool, just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm super appreciative of that because um, trying to figure out the baptism for my baby girl. So 
I'll send you a yeah. candle. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I got you. So yeah, that was big. For free. Like that was big. I thought that was big time. So yeah, and Erica Campbell is also one of those Catholic influencers that I'm just like, ah, should I should I DM? And like you know, like like I suffer from this stuff too. And like yeah. she's just a girl. She's just she's just she's just a mom. You know. <laughs> Let me send the DM. But anyways. Um, so shout out to Be A Heart. I love their stuff and I love the mission mm-hmm. and I love um, the vulnerability that she puts out. I think that she's yeah. a trail trailblazer. Um, yeah. Anyways, my pivotal moment was when we shut down the shop. Um, that was like a mm. really crazy, like a really crazy thing. I had mm-hmm. watched the True Cost documentary um, two years before we shut it down mm-hmm. and had like done so many, so many things to research, to research how to keep it alive and the answer was so clearly like there's no there's no way to do like a print on demand type mm-hmm. of thing and and keep it going but i was just mm-hmm. wasn't ready to give it up you know yeah so and at the time like i think that the t-shirts were really popular and like um catholic instagrammers were sending in like the coolest photos you know mm-hmm. um so and um yeah, so I had I was just like trying to figure it out. In the meantime, I was like, this isn't even what living person's about. Like, it's not about t-shirts, but like it picked up some popularity because of the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what had happened, but like we refocused with the challenge card. But then there was still, still some stuff with the t-shirts. I watched the documentary again. I'm like, I think I'm done. But then I wasn't really done. Um, and then people started posting. Actually, two things happened. One of my really good um, friends who's very successful in, in with his business told me that, like, literally, like, the status quo is so dumb that whenever I hear, like, like um, people doing something, whenever there's, like, a mass, mass amount of people doing the same thing, I'm like, I'm going to do the exact opposite. You know, like if they say like it's time to go right, I'm literally driving left, you know, so like I really took that to heart mm-hmm. and found some intersections in, in faith with that and like the, the way that Jesus did things like, mm-hmm. like how do you find success and wealth and things like that? God's like, well, maybe become human and like go through like immense, immense amount of suffering. <laughs> to, like, it's just like the total opposite. Like people want to go up and then God goes down. Mm. Like, so when my friend said like, if like the status quo and everybody says go right, I'm going left. And then in my head, I'm like, that's funny because everybody wants to climb up, but God climbs down, you know? Mm-hmm. So like three days before Black Friday, literally like three days before Black Friday, like, everybody in the catholic world is like check out my black friday sale check out my black friday sale check out my black friday sale it's gonna be awesome like let me tease out my black friday sale i'm like oh shit (laughs) this is like this is it Mm -hmm. and like i felt like a lot of peace with with that decision it just like came so i felt like it was spirit led and i was like let me tease it out and I remember Adrian was like, oh, maybe it's like 50, like a lot of people are like, maybe it's like 50% off or something like that. Or yeah. I was like, guess what our sale is going to be? It's going to be insane. Yeah. Know? He teased it. You teased it so well. I was like, I was like, so I was like <laughs> what is he doing? Like, what? like I was like, me and Sarah were questioning it. Like, what is he going to do? Um, but yeah. So that was it. And then I was like, we're closing down the store. We'll, we'll, but we'll reopen <clears throat> um, for one day. 
And then I was like already following Patagonia and Patagonia had like, just like, there's so many case studies of Patagonia donating a hundred percent of their profits. And um, like, I think last year they donated a hundred percent of their profits and the sales were up 800%. I was like, okay, fine. Like, like I'm ready. Let's also like do a case study about what will happen if I shut down the shop for good, but then, then reopen it for one day. And like the sales, like, I just like, don't even know like how, like we used to sell, I'm going to like say the numbers just so you can get the context of it. Cause, and also we'll never do these numbers ever again. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, we used to do a hundred dollars in profit every month. You know, mm-hmm. that's when like, I was like really proud <laughs> of yeah. what, so like a hundred dollars in profit every month. Um, and that might've been like, um, I don't know, I don't know, $500 in sales or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then like in one day, I think it was $13,000 in sales. Wow. $13,000 in sales. Wow. So like wow. a huge lesson yeah. <laughs> in marketing and like, and like the cause and like urgency and, mm-hmm. and scarcity and, and like, yeah. like, and the, the power of brand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then huge lesson in like, this is something that like I felt was wrong. Um, this is also like a lesson in me, like giving up what I thought I worked so hard for, but then also like this validation that like people will show up, um, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be right. And it's gotta be just. So Mm -hmm. I, I'm just finding the niche now, like all through quarantine, I started experimenting, but like, um, I'm building the courage to build up, um, this faith driven brand with a social conscious. So, mm-hmm. and there's so many people doing like such a better job of it. But, um, yeah, I think that was a pivotal point. I feel like we're finally stepping into what I've wanted living person to be ever since day one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's good. It's huge. I mean, I remember the reaction of like, of it happening. I was just like, when you announced it, like, I think I talked about when I interviewed you, you just going back and turning the light off. I was like, <gasps> This is awesome. This is genius. This is awesome. And like, and 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 just the reasoning behind it, I think yeah. as like as a, as a viewer, as a follower, um, it was just like this is, amazing. You know, I didn't yeah. buy anything that Black Friday. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't buy anything at all. Like all the yeah. sales that were happening. Um, but I think was, most importantly was like, like whether or not living person will live on was fine. But like, I think I wanted, I wanted to send a message to like. To like I guess all of Catholic Instagram that like mm-hmm. there's some stuff that's wrong right. with the industry right. so and then you have I want you to have to deal with that somehow mm-hmm. so and then Basics. here we are yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. and so for some brands it might take a few few years for them to really sink in that you know what what's going on is like oh okay there's there's lives on stake of what I'm yeah. doing mm-hmm. you know yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. You kind of so the next thing I kind of wanted to like retransition to is like we were kind of talk. You kind of spoke too about it. Um, it's like bi- intertwining business and faith, you know. And um, Haida, you seem very passionate about it, so I'm gonna let you run with this uh, first. Uh, <laughs> go for it. Look at the joy. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, so I lived, um, I lived in India for three months and, um, learned while I was there how much I don't need. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I live in a little house in the in suburban Michigan right now, and um, yeah, I'm in a tiny little room right here, which is like an office and also my work room, and you know, um, and it's just it's so big, it's so much, it's so luxurious compared to the way I saw mm-hmm. thousands of people living mm-hmm. in India, and and the joy wasn't diminished in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, also, though, um, poverty is something that kind of that that people don't deserve um so i don't want to diminish what they were going through what people experienced but what i'm trying to say is like i have so much so the intersection for me with faith and business the whole purpose of my business is to be profitable to make a lot of money to be a conduit of financial donations Mm. to organizations and religious communities that do the works of mercy. Hmm. And that's the point. That's the point. Um, that's my thing. My husband works full time. He makes enough money, um, for our family. I don't take a paycheck from the queries of life. He does, as we've discussed, <laughs> you know, when he's out. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but so for me, and I'm just, I'm speaking in really big, kind of maybe dramatic terms, but for me, like, what's the point, like, of, of being an entrepreneur is to make money. You know, Jarrell, you were talking about your experience, you know, earlier, like, the whole point is to make money. Well, what's that money for? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't take it with us. Mm-hmm. Like, Amen. it can be invested in future generations, but my kids will be fine. Like, we have a big safety net. We have all the things we need and more. So how can I use my gifts and talents to further the kingdom in a way that's it's going to impact, you know, more people? Um, Mother Teresa, who is, you know, kind of my soul patron, she says, if you can't feed 100 people, then feed just one. And I'm like, I'm going to feed one, and then I'm going to feed 100, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> so for me, that's kind of the intersection is like, you know, taking mm-hmm. taking my business and taking my faith, and they are they are they are the same in so many ways. They are how I use what I've been given to to you know. I don't want to bury that gold. I want to multiply it, right? And I think that people can do that in a lot of different ways, and not necessarily the same way I'm doing it, but a lot of different ways with whatever their business venture is. That spirit of I guess the whole theme here is like multiplication, you yeah. know, and like, you know, just giving and giving. You can't outgive God. God has the purse strings of the of all the billions of dollars and the trillions, whatever number we want. To <laughs> like, like he can't be outgiven. So, what will happen if we give more? That's you know. So, so for me, like you know, paying Catholic creatives fair wages. I have an argument with every person I work with saying you need to charge me the correct amount and not like a discounted amount because that doesn't do any favors to either one of mm. us. Um, like we need, and you know, ethically sourcing things. Mm. The more I know about my supply chain, the more I move towards ethical everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm not there yet. Um, I'm working on it and, um, it's been great to do that. So, so yeah, so for me, all of those different, all of those different pieces kind of come together for my business. Mm -hmm. Um, but my business is an extension of how I live my faith. So, 
Um, for me, for me, I don't know. This is such a hard, uh, interesting question to answer for me. Like, for me, like, there, I don't know. Is is there an intersection? Like, I don't know. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's just it's just my life, and and like my life is entrenched. Like, I am like in this world that's like um, charged by God, and like everything I feel like is like everything is 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 my faith, you know. Um, and like, I don't have a ton of, of separation. I feel like when it comes to, um, faith and business, I, and, and if there is a separation, I try to link it somehow. Like, remember when I was talking about my friend who's like this business mogul is like, when they go left, I go right. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that's my faith. You know, <laughs> like when, when we want to climb up, God wants to climb, climb down. I'm like, I find a way to do it all the time. So in marketing, um, there's this thing called the A-B test. Like mm -hmm. you test like title A and, or title B and then we launch them both and let's see which one performs better. And to me, that's discernment. You know, like, like I will pick one. I will pick one path, like live it out. And then I will like pray about it and like have a spiritual director and then some advisors and be like, eh, am I going to stick with this one? No, I'm going another way. So it's like, my whole life is an A-B, like a discernment A-B test of like, mm -hmm. like, am I directionally correct in like going where God wants me to go? So mm -hmm. I'm always like trying to hack my way out of that question, you know? Yeah. Um, so the intersection, I guess, is um, my work as a campus minister is all faith. And then my my um, work with Living Person is, is all faith. And then I have, I have um, clients who are largely non-religious. And I guess... I guess I'm I'm trying to um, display my faith to them through my kindness and compassion and mm -hmm. through the way that I like tell the story through vulnerability. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's definitely intersecting, um, and I'm just always trying to ask in what ways um, um, God is a part of this whole thing. So mm -hmm. I know that's a cop out answer. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I can think of right now. That's great. Yeah. I think he's good too, though. Um, just understanding, like you know, we are, you know, as people who work in ministry, like it's 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 like always intertwined, and like knowing that sometimes it's hard to even just separate my personal prayer with prayer, like my work, you know. Yeah. And so, like, um, it's just it's it, and I, it's a blessing and a curse, you know, because like then like where is your your spiritual um, life really reside if it, you didn't yeah. have your job, would it still be a, a thing, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so it's really interesting, but I think it's also still a blessing, you know, to have something, uh, your business and your, you know, ministry should be so intertwined for me. I think, um, like where my, my, like where the podcast and, you know, uh, my faith are intertwined, I think it's hard to the vulnerability, right. And, and sharing, sharing your story. Right. And I think that, you know, mm -hmm. people will only find out about Christ if somebody else tells them. Right. Yeah. You don't become I mean, like there is that in the argument that you are born in and you know that you come from something. Right. As you can grow up, like you must have come from somewhere. Right. Um, and like if you come from if like you just deduce that it's from your you, know, you come from your mother and your father. But then like you keep on going like, OK, where did they come from? And then so on and so forth. Right. Um, and so. I don't know why I was mentioning that, but, <laughs> like, but vulnerability, I think is just like, oh yeah. So like you only, people only hear about Christ if we share them. 
um, and and I mean that's the youth ministry, right? Like that's my whole goal. Like is to is share the faith, the church, the beauty of it all uh, to the teens who might not know who any of this, what any of this is, right? Mm-hmm. And so like that being that ministry, but also like taking that and putting into a podcast form, sharing stories of other people who are doing this and my experiences mm-hmm. with other people who might experience similar things, you know? And I think that, you know, that's really where, for me, it intertwines, but I mean, intersects, but like where, where, where it, it might, where that might happen for me, it might not happen for another brand, right? And so I think um, we want, you know, we were on talking about like how it's important for, I mean, like maybe important to kind of like know like where it does, you know, and knowing that, that it is a sacred space for you to, to know. And not to say that, just because Jarrell doesn't know where it really is, it's in, it, like, because it's so intertwined that it's not like that it's, he doesn't know what he's doing, obviously. Um, that's not the case. But, you know, I think it's a really good thing to kind of like have as you start something um, or, you know, build something up, you know, for your brand and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as I think a, a, an interesting take that I have is um, I'll never. I might get some beef for this, but I'll never introduce myself as a Catholic creative. Um, Not even to Catholics. (laughs) um, I just, I just, that's just not what I, that's just not what I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a, you know, video producer or like maybe like a marketing consultant or, Mm -hmm. um, and I also, I think it's like, it's also my, um, especially when I'm working with like non-religious clients, like, I'll never introduce myself like that because I want, I don't want to be, I want them to see more of me. I feel like it's such Mm -hmm. a limiting thing when you're working with clients. And if, if, if they first experience my kindness and compassion and empathy and my talent Mm -hmm. and be like, wow, like you're Catholic. Mm -hmm. I like that, that like Mm -hmm. method a little bit better. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm Catholic, you know? So I had a, 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 an Instagrammer, um, somebody on Instagram DM me. It's like, hey, are you a Catholic brand? I'm like, no, we're not a Catholic brand, but I'm Catholic, and <laughs> a lot of the content that that we put out um, is inspired by the Catholic tradition in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I want I want the living person to serve more people, um, mm-hmm. even if you're not Catholic. Because so that's just like my little take on like um, evangelization. If yeah. if someone has a sour taste in their mouth from, you know, uh, yeah. Catholicism yeah. in the media, which is very likely, mm-hmm. um, I still want to share my mm-hmm. profound and beautiful experiences of being Catholic, and yeah. it, I just have found that it's not. Uh, I like I like leading with um, the other beautiful things in my life. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. Hard to think about yeah. that. That's really good. Yeah, and I think that my brand kind of like accidentally was that. I mean, like I did, like if outside of like seeing the corpus on the T of living ardently, yeah, you really wouldn't understand. Like I looked, I was like thinking about it last week. I looked at my account. Like if I'm scrolling on my, do I know I'm Catholic? Like, do I know this is a Catholic brand? Yeah. And I really, I didn't, um, and originally didn't intend for this. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, actually, I kind of did. I mean, like, when I created Living Ardently, it was originally a blog site, and I didn't have mm-hmm. any reason for it to be a very overtly Catholic besides that T. Um, 
And so I'm, I'm a fan of subtlety, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it just happens like I'm scrolling through this and I really don't know that there's mm-hmm. no really outstanding factors besides sometimes I think way in the back. If you go like maybe this, he's at least maybe a Christian. It's like Christ is risen. Mm-hmm. He is risen, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, but oh, then, then you can see Pope Francis like, oh, he's probably Catholic, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like not I would like, have Pope Francis on my stuff too, you know. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah it's not like in, in talking. It's not something that I typically lead with too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it's just maybe a preference thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what's well, cool though? There's more than one way to evangelize. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we need you. Yeah, and what's cool to me too is that I mean, just personally, my pastor recently found my podcast. Like, I don't share <laughs> this with my staff because it's a conflict of interest. You know, like. For the workspace you know that's another thing that's mm-hmm. a, a pain like i can't promote anything that i make money off of no matter if it's like even though it's like 20 dollars for the past year i've only made 20 dollars <laughs> off of ads you know you know so um like this i haven't shared it with them but he, he randomly found it on spotify looking up catholic podcast and if you look up my description on like like the podcast there's nothing that mentions that i'm catholic it says like even the, the title is like uh, uh, religion, uh, spirituality, um, mm-hmm. like the 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 category it's under, and so like the fact that he mm-hmm. was able to like search Catholic podcasts and find my podcast on there was interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so, because I I mean I like to make sure that I'm not only speaking to Catholics because on this podcast it's not just Catholics who listen, you know. Mm-hmm. There I have a, a few followers that are just Christian followers who, you know, I don't want them to feel alone in listening, you know. Yeah, amen. So now we'll get into the last uh, thing, huge thing that we have. And it's uh, advice for those of you who are starting, you know, a brand or like thinking about it or, you know, starting a podcast or whatever you are, you know, whatever you're trying to start, a creative of any sorts, um, Catholic or not. (laughs) Um, So what is some advice that we have for these people? Um, You know, we can maybe speak to our particular like uh, product based, service based, and I'll talk about podcasts. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you want to go for it? Yeah, um, I've got some great advice. Well, I think it's great. It served me very well. <laughs> um, couple things in uh, finding a mentor or a couple mentors. You stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Okay, anyway, anyway, I'll let Jarrell. No, no, no. Just say, it, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not kidding. You stole really mine, but me. I want you to still talk okay. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, talking to people while here. I'll segue into the other thing is, um, you know, nobody has all of the strengths that it takes to start a successful company or have a successful product-based mm-hmm. business. Um, and recognizing that and onboarding people who do have those strengths, whether that's like a friend who's like, or a husband who's good at graphic design and, um, you know, somebody who's good at like having the entrepreneur and, and I hate the word like big vision or whatever they mm-hmm. use, like the big idea mm-hmm. person. Cause that person's useless actually. Um, but the person who can like execute and get things done and stays organized, mm-hmm. like you have to have a lot of different people speaking into a lot of different parts of your business. If you want to be good at any of them. So finding that talent, inviting them in, um, you know, professors, friends at college, you know, coworkers who have hobbies in similar areas, things like that. Um, I absolutely recommend. Um, and then also like, not only like, 
is it really important to like have a niche or a niche and um, like hone in on that and know exactly who your product is for and who you're selling to, but also finding inspiration outside of that niche is, is super, is super um, useful in like bringing something new to the table um, Mm -hmm. and kind of building something that hasn't been seen before. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you're in the Catholic brand space, which is what we are, we find a lot of inspiration, you know, from Chicago streetwear brands. Um, mm-hmm. And they're not a Catholic at all. You know, like a lot of inspiration there or like, you know, up in the woods in, in Norway is where we also find a lot of inspiration. You know, mm-hmm. like just stuff that's not really in the Catholic space mm-hmm. um, or doesn't really directly correlate at all. And... Um, being inspired by those folks who are doing great work or who have beautiful things and, and incorporating some of those. And that's what makes us different and, and you know, from other brands in our space, which is the Catholic product space. Um, unfortunately, I see in the Catholic product space a ton of copying and a lot of, like, copyright infringement and IP infringement and all that. And so, like, I really, this is, if, if it's you know advice but also like a warning don't do that <laughs> a plea <laughs> yeah so plea don't do that um so yeah so th- that would be my advice is like having a mentor teaming up with experts finding inspiration outside of your niche but then also like honing in on that niche when you mm. get there so, <laughs> my biggest stuff. is to find a mentor um so i don't know there's 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 not there's not anything else I could tell you except for that because mm-hmm. you know like a mentor will tell you all those things about mm-hmm. about I don't know pricing and and copyright and also like lawsuits and all that stuff like but will will <laughs> will help you with your specific content uh content and context or whatever but um mm-hmm. I would be nowhere without mentorship and mm-hmm. um that's all that I am. So when someone comes to me and wants to be mentored, there's no possible way that I will turn them down, you know, because, um, my mentors did not turn me down and they were very generous with their time and very generous. Still hear me? Yeah. I I got Mm -hmm. the, your internet is unstable type of thing. Yeah. I Um, heard, uh, you're generous with your time was the last thing. Um, so they were generous with their time and they were generous with their money and Mm -hmm. they just shaped me and formed me. And honestly, like, um, you know, when Haida reached out, um, for advice, I'm like, let's go. Like, this is going to be fun. You know, like I get, (laughs) I get, I don't know, I receive energy and life and, um, I feel like I'm fulfilling my calling when I'm, when I'm mentoring Mm -hmm. somebody and passing on advice. Mm -hmm. Like, different random things that like I went through that I don't want someone else to go through as badly as I did. Right. So Mm -hmm. my mentor, um, I always found myself like very hesitant to ask questions. I'm like this, like he's busy, like he's running like, um, a huge business and blah, blah, blah. Or like anybody, like I've got multiple mentors, but like they're busy. They don't want to hear from me. I make up the excuse. I make up the story for why I shouldn't text them. I'm like, Mark, Mm -hmm. I just like, I always have questions. I just, you know, I just, um, I hesitate to text you sometimes. He's like, Jarrell, why would you do that? He's like, like, I already told you that 
I like you. Like, I already, <laughs> already told you that I believe in you. And, like, I think that you have a ton of potential. And the only thing that's stopping you from asking those questions is you. So I will sit here again to tell you, I like you. I believe in you. I have the potential, <laughs> like, I believe that you have the potential to do something great. And not only that, but you, he said this, you are allowing me to fulfill my calling by asking the question. Mm. I was like, mm. come on. <laughs> you know? come and I find on. that to be Let's true in my on. own life when, mm. when people reach out to me. It's like, I'll give you everything because mm. I love talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to share it. I want to see people grow. Mm-hmm. And I, want, um, I was listening to a podcast today of like the best thing a mentor can go through, the best thing that a teacher can experience is a student that surpasses them and to, to learn from them. So um, I really want that. Um, and yeah, it's just, I think that's what, what, what it takes to have a meaningful life, um, to give and give and give and to grow together and learn and learn and learn and figure this whole thing out. So That's awesome. I mean, like, it, it's so true because I've seen it like so effectively, like, like work in, in me and like just like, because in the same time that we started to become close and you started to mentor me in a way, like, and you still do, you still, you know, you you called me last week and was like, okay, let's talk. And then like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, and just like spilled some knowledge on me. I was like, this is awesome. And so, um, at the same time you, we started having this kind of mentorship relationship that you had with me. My, uh, we hired a new director of religious education at my parish. And he has also become like an amazing mentor to me and, and in ministry. And like I applied some of the stuff that he's taught me into the podcast and then some of the stuff you taught me into our ministry. And it's just like so cool to kind of like I forget that you two are two different people sometimes because you guys are like people that I, you know, I like go to for anything, you know, like now um, yeah. when it comes to for advice and, and, and mentorship of sorts. And so, I mean, it's huge. It's, and then I, I mean, and. I mean, I'm only 25, but some people will say, oh, my gosh, he's 25 and you're still learning. But, you know, my teens will see that and we'll say something like that. But, you know, obviously, I'm only 25. <laughs> you know, like I'm only. I'm yeah. learning so much and I'm growing you're a baby, so bro. much. I know. But to like <laughs> other kids, like like kids in college, like, oh, my gosh, you're 25. What do you not? Why do you still learn? Like, you got to, you know, but, you know, that was my mentality when I was in the college. I was like, you're 25, know. you know what you're doing now. Yeah, uh, you should. You ought to. You yeah, know? it's like your obligation. That's what I <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're on. I'm honestly still learning. So my, I think my advice to to people um, is to be bold, but to be also humble. I think is my biggest lesson that I've learned um, in our in like in my mentorship with you and my my mentorship with John um, at work. Um, it's like you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to help people get to heaven, right? Um, and we do that by being bold, right? But also being humble in the fact that, you know, we are not doing it alone. We are not doing it. We're doing it with Christ um, Amen, at yeah. the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. And so for whatever ministry, if you're a podcast, like, be bold. Do do it. Like, if I only started because I was bored and I was interested. Like, I just did it. Right? I didn't have, like, the mm-hmm. big plan. I didn't have all these huge things. But I learned in that one, like, one, like... uh like season 25 episodes that's half a year y'all half a year <laughs> of of podcasting not really having like a straight direction um and i learned so mm-hmm. much in there having guests from koji to like just friends you know 
Um, and that's, mm-hmm. it was huge for me. And so be bold in trying things. Um, and like, you know, like that's something that's huge for me. Like, you know, Jarrell's like freaking message LeBron James. Like what? <laughs> you know, like, okay. <laughs> you know? Um, so be bold. I mean, and then also, but also be humble, you know, like you're not doing this alone and understand that your limits, right. Knowing that, you know, I had to understand that I can't run this page alone. I can't do everything, edit and post and do everything and by myself and mm-hmm. feel like, um, like I'm making an impact on people's lives or at all, you know, an impact period, you know, um, Mm -hmm. or offering something that's actually valuable. Um, Mm -hmm. if I'm, if I'm burnt, you know, um, and Mm -hmm. so I love it. I love doing, you know, running, uh, like having a team of people. I love like doing collabs like this where we're, we're chatting, we're doing, uh, like giveaways and, um, having guests on and hearing their stories, um, it's amazing, you know, uh, so be bold, be humble, uh, and do it, you know, it's going to be hard and learn and grow. Um, and if you're just starting, like, like be, be, don't be afraid of like falling several times, you know, mm-hmm. Amen so. to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's cool. So we're going to rapid fire a couple of things for our wrap up here. We got like a, um, some resources or even if it's a book, a podcast that we should, the guests should listen to. Um, a, a a dream of yours for your own brand, and then uh, new okay. So let's do uh, new things you're trying, dreams for your brand, and then resources for the followers, um, who are the listeners. Yeah, here I am. Um, new things I'm trying. Well, because of Jarrell, what? Um, <laughs> I'm trying uh, Pinterest. Oh yes, I'm getting on Pinterest mm-hmm, and learning. I spent all day yesterday on this Pinterest lab and I only got through like part one of it but it's a lot but I'm very excited so I'm trying Pinterest because I think that's where my ideal customer lives um online that's awesome dreams for my brand is to continue to create amazing different completely innovative pieces um with ending up with a warehouse and shipping and um uh, ultimately, I want to be an online competitor for some, for some of those giant Catholic online companies. Take them down. So I want to have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want an amazing version for mm. everything that they make. I want to mm. have something like that that's exclusive so to good. us. Mm, yes. um, so those big dreams. And then probably it'll happen next year, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> and then resources. Um, honestly, my favorite place to where when I was starting out, um, because I do a lot with mentorship right now, so I don't do a lot of reading and stuff. I do a lot with mentorship. But to just starting out, I really loved the entrepreneur subreddit mm-hmm. on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, the entrepreneur subreddit is really good. It helped me with the lingo, understanding you know, words like MOQ and stuff like that, um, which means minimum order quantity. I just learned um, that one. I just learned that one <laughs> with my new t-shirt venture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, you get the, you know, learn a lot of stuff over there. And, and some of it's BS because it's Reddit, but a lot of it's a lot of fun to just kind of learn and kind of infuse in. So that's, that's kind of my fun resource to direct people to right now. Cool. That's really good. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Joe, you want to take a crack at it? Or should... Yeah, sure. Uh, new things I'm trying. Um, Pinterest as well. Um, I just took a look at Pinterest, and I, 
I sorry, Jenna, but I just always take a look at your stuff to see what you're doing with Blessed Is She, because <laughs> um, you're kind of dominating the game. And um, mm-hmm. I saw that Blessed Is She had like three million monthly visitors, and wow. um, you know, like uh, Blessed Is She and Living Person kind of started at the same time, and. Um, I was like, dang, they're just crushing it. So um, Pinterest is a place I never go, but I went on. I was like, they've been on Pinterest this whole time. And they have 3 million monthly mm-hmm. visitors. Um, so I was like, let me get on Pinterest. I, I hired uh, a friend to just like do some pinning for me like um, here and there. And we went from um, like 100 monthly view- visitors to like 30,000 in two months. I was like... Dude, that Pinterest algorithm is just wild, wild. So that's crazy. You're not on Pinterest. I like I, I forgot <laughs> that Pinterest really exists. Besides the fact that I was planning a wedding, I was like, let me bring up my old Pinterest board. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And like, what I learned was that Instagram, places like Instagram and Facebook are places you go to be entertained, and like, I'll create mm-hmm. a piece of content, and for the most part, mm-hmm. in one day, it's gone. It's just gone. You know, like I put out a video today, next, like tomorrow or the next day, it's gone, like pretty much forever. But on Pinterest mm-hmm. and on YouTube, people go to search for a specific thing like baptismal candle mm-hmm. and they run into reliquary mm-hmm. supply, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you can't search mm-hmm. anything on Instagram. You know, you can't search mm-hmm. best social justice resources on Instagram. You just run into it. Mm-hmm. But people mm-hmm. are searching faith inspirational quotes on Pinterest. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. in two months, we have 30,000 monthly viewers. Um, so mm-hmm. get on Pinterest. We're trying it. It's something new. It's, mm-hmm. it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's not, nothing, to, nothing else than just to experiment. Because um, it's literally just a simple repost from Instagram to get started. And like mm-hmm. create your board. Mm-hmm. Um, and create, create a board that you think people would search for. So inspirational quotes, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Baptismal candle, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm also trying the, these videos, so I'm filming this video right now um, on my mm-hmm. like, nice camera, um, mm-hmm. and those have been fun. So, those mm-hmm. are some new things I'm trying. The dream uh, for a living person is I think, I think I'm transitioning into making it more of like a product-based business and like more of like a blessed is she where there's just like continual resources. So the dream would be to mm-hmm. to write a book or to write some studies or to do some courses. Um, because I think that's more in line with, with what I want living person to be, um, not t-shirts, but, um, educational. And Mm -hmm. I want to, to contribute to the conversation that there are many ways to be Catholic. Um, because Mm -hmm. from my perspective, I feel like, um, I feel like there's, 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 there needs to be more of a discussion on that. So, Yeah. That's a dream. More resources, retreats, and then maybe like some some mission trips and immersion trips. Um, mm-hmm. Resources um, in business. I really like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's really crude. He swears a lot, uh, but I think he has a really interesting um, uh, brand of business. He's Jewish. He was. I don't think he's a practicing. He's practicing his Jewish faith, but a lot of it. Um, is rooted in that I think talks a lot about humility and talks a lot about um, just doing the work and yeah so a lot of my stuff comes from Gary Um, also I've been listening to another like marketing guru online sales 
person, his name's Russell Brunson, and I'm learning a hmm. lot, like a le- learning a lot from Russell Brunson. He's also Christian. He's not Catholic. I think he's a Mormon, Church of Latter-day Saints, but he's a faith-filled mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. and uh, has kids mm-hmm. and very, very successful. So when Reliquary Supply says mm-hmm. that they want to make a ton of money, um, check out Russell Brunson <laughs> and some of his mm-hmm. software and some of his marketing tactics. I think it's really brilliant, actually. So that's it. That's awesome. That was really good stuff, man. Um, I, the new things I'm trying. One is this giveaway, right? And this, uh, this kind of returning back to a topic, like having episodes that are topical based. Um, I think this will be a first time. We'll see. This is a really long episode, like in length of recording, but we'll see how it looks when it's chopped up. But it's. I really hope that you guys are like entertained from beginning to end of this because it's a lot of good stuff, like, and personal experiences, which I I know speak to. Um, you know, we don't get, you know, we only get the advice and we don't always get the, the, um, what did you learn? You know, like, and so that's what mm-hmm. we hope that you are getting from this. But another new thing that I'm trying is actually, I'm, I'm trying to start reaching out to brands to see if I can be like do affiliate links and stuff to them, but brands that I believe in and love. Um, and so that's something I was talking on the phone with Taylor Schroll today. Um, like I called him, I was like, teach me everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do I get to that point? And when is that, you know, like, and so kind of like, that's a new venture we're going to try going to. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see. Maybe you guys will stop hearing that annoying anchor ad that you hear every episode. That's <laughs> 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 sometimes like really loud and I apologize. <laughs> like, it's you're just really like, good. Mm-hmm. You're really good at ads, you know? Thanks man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yes. I, I, did I like, uh, uh, a brand reached out to me saying like, oh, you should do a review for um, um, after I did the one for Defend Life shirt. And I was like, oh, wow, that like meant a lot to me. And I didn't. Yeah, you told me that. Um, so it's yeah. So hopefully uh, that's something that we can start going moving into and to to kind of have more resources to, you know, feedback into the ministry. Um, I want to kind of follow um, the whole like everything just goes back into it and like feeds it and like. I might go in. I, I can't really can go into debt right now because I'm planning a wedding. But like, you know, so I can cons- like constantly like feed into the ministry and give back to the ministry, and so that's yeah. the hope. Um, I think that this big big part uh, part of the big dream too is to con- like be at a point where I can make money for the ministry and then like continue to make this production bigger. And I think one of my biggest goals is to get um, uh, Cardinal Sarah or like. Uh, Car- uh, Cardinal Tagle, uh, the Filipino one. Tagle, yeah. <laughs> How do you say his name? Mm-hmm. Tagle? Tagle, I think. Yeah. I want to get their testimony. Like, I want to get a Cardinal cool. testimony. That's, like, yeah, one of my dreams, big bro. goals. Um, to kind of just, like, I want to continue sharing, uh, like, people who are living ardent, um, ardently. And doesn't. I don't want to just stay with, you know, the Catholic route. I want to have people who are, you know christian and and just in general like athletes what they're passionate about um but obviously i'm gonna Mm -hmm. uh, like cling to uh be attracted to inviting catholics because i'm catholic you know but i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to limit myself to just inviting catholics to the brand and um Mm -hmm. to the podcast so that's the big dream for living ardently Mm -hmm. and then pope francis on there pope francis definitely is on there (laughs) good (laughs) um but um definitely like Cardinal Tagle and Cardinal Sarah were like the two like that always like oh I love them I love anything they say you know that's amazing <laughs> um, 
And I think that the bit, the resource that is an Instagram account, again, I mentioned it earlier, the creation project. If you're a creator of some sort and, and, and if you're a Catholic creator, like go to them. Um, I would say uh, Catholic creatives, they're good too, but like the Catholic, uh, the creation project is doing like, doing it in such a interesting and unique way and they have like an awesome team working uh together for it like it's a very intentional theme and like being um being in these uh sessions are really really cool you know and so if you haven't i mean just go to that go to that and um and learn from that i think you can go back and watch some of their like past sessions i think on facebook mm -hmm. so go check those out it's i'll we'll link everything that we have suggested in the description below i'm going to ask you all to kind of send me those links to those resources um at the end of this and uh but yeah that's it do we have anything else i think that's all we have a, we gave you a lot we need yeah we did we need the word yeah. we need jarell's oh, word yeah, oh my so, word <laughs> yeah jarell's the last yeah. word the first two words were uh glory and then uh what was it fallout fallout and jarell's mm -hmm. word is I started planting some seeds today, so my word is arugula. Arugula. That's how you spell it, right there. Garden tangy. <laughs> yeah. So just arugula. Once you have all these three, go to uh, after you finish listening to this podcast. Yeah, you can actually you're listening to this podcast right now. You can like press the home button, go to Instagram, go to living uh, living ardently, and send those three words to us, and we'll give you five extra entries into the giveaway. Um, and so again, you'll get uh, the Finn Life shirt, reliquary supplies, uh, water, uh, holy water bottle, and uh, the Word on Fire's um, go gospel. Bible. <laughs> Your lights turned off. Alexa lights on in the bedroom. <laughs> this happens every time at night at twelve thirty. It cuts off, so you guys know Could it hasn't happened in a while time. because we've been Jarrell and I have been work uh, doing these at like in the afternoon, in the morning. Yeah. This all this worked out this week, so yeah. All right, I think that's it, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow all of these uh, accounts, again, they're in the description below. But follow Jarrell's uh, living ardently, uh, living person, the living person account at living person at the dot living dot person, and then follow his media account at living person media. Follow Haida um, and Reliquary Supply at Reliquary Supply. And then you can follow me mm -hmm. at it's uh, at living ardently or personally at it's only Adrian. Um, yeah, make sure you go check out their websites too. You guys have websites and shops, so um, those yeah. will also be linked in the description below. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Thank you. What else do you sell? And Haida, you you kind of touched on it. What else do you sell in your shop? Um, just my crucifixes yeah. and holy water bottles and okay. baptismal candles for now we sell the holy water bottles in spanish and english mm, that's legit. and adrian i should hook you up with a discount code so we'll talk yeah, about that yeah if there's a discount um, code, be in the link in the description <laughs> yes it will yeah um but yeah and then we're going to be selling an advent wreath that is something we've never seen before i know before. you keep saying that um, keep i'm so pumped with this now <laughs> <laughs> It's live. It's one of those pieces that I'm like, it's it's amazing, but will they yeah. get it? I I'm don't getting think it. Like, so we'll see. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's no. I've I've and done then, the search for the advent wreath many times. Yes. And I found one that we kind of like on Amazon, but mm -hmm. just not there. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's a hint. This is, I'll hold this up. This is, um, this is cedar. Uh-huh. That's sick. That's a hint. <laughs> yeah. That's, a wow, hint. that's awesome. Exclusive, YouTube yeah, exclusive. If you didn't watch that on YouTube, yeah, go to truly. YouTube. Go watch it. <laughs> Nobody knows. You're first to see this hint. Um, it's pink. It's pinkish. Mm. I wonder. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go check out your website. Uh, and uh, if once once you, once you yeah. I guess once you like decide that you like have it out, you'll have it on the on there on yeah. Instagram yeah. as well. I'll have that out. Yep, that'll be launching sometime in mid. September, early October. If they want to contact you so. about anything, where's the best way to contact you? Uh, they can DM me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the fastest, or they can email me. It's, it's kind of on the mm-hmm. website as well. You can subscribe to my email newsletter on the website because that's where I send all of this information mm-hmm. first, and they get exclusive discounts and stuff like that. Heck Good yeah, stuff. sign up for the email list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Jarrell, what, uh, what others, besides the Defend Life shirt, what else shirts have you brought back? Um, the AMDG shirts, the black ones and the red burgundy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's more coming. Yeah, this one, so but we'll this see. one, this one's printed, not the uh, stitched one. Oh, you got the printed one. You got the OG. Mm-hmm. OG. Yeah, you got the OG. That's that's from like yeah. 2016 or something. Oh, really? Is it that, that long so. ago? Maybe wow. 2017. But you were one of the first yeah. to buy it, that's for sure. <laughs> I remember I was that. excited about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, it's so sick. Yeah. Click. <laughs> <laughs> So we got some t-shirts, but they're coming out slowly. Um, mm-hmm. What I what I will say is that if you want a t-shirt to re-release, then send me a message, and then mm. it'll probably re-release. So that's awesome. That's how yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> somebody and they're not somebody asked for the burgundy one. They're not all by Alta Gracia. Um, the these ones, the AMDG ones, are um, they're by uh, Econscious. So you can look up their brand E-conscious. or this this mm-hmm. entire line. It's I think eConscious.net, but it's mm-hmm. all in the trans, the ethical transparency and sustainability mm-hmm. section in our shop. So you can check that out. So check out the website. You also are giving out the free um, bracelets and, and challenge cards, right? <clears throat> That's right. And I will say um, tomorrow I'm announcing that people can get free t-shirts. Any of the t-shirts Ooh. that we offer, people can get free t-shirts. Um, yeah, well, at this point so with this releases, you would have already It's already done released. Um, yeah. And really what you what we're asking you to do is to go through um, a living person challenge 30 days. We're going to ask you to do some, mm. some documentation. And if you follow all the steps um, and document your challenge, try to make some changes in your life. Um, that's an investment well worth it. So we'll send you the free t-shirt. We'll ref- you have to buy the t-shirt and I will refund your money. So, yeah. Wow. So there's an yeah. investment wow. in there. That's great. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I was wondering what you were gonna do. I was like, well, I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't know. What you're gonna do. I can. <laughs> so I can never tell with Jarrell when, what he's gonna do with his brand. It's amazing. It was a great thing. <laughs> and I forgot to mention earlier. You kept on saying like, go do the opposite, go up, go down. And I kept thinking of uh, uh, Chance the Rapper. When blessings go up, <laughs> yeah, those go down. That's all that's stuck in my head. Yeah, and um, so yeah, go there and you you can sign up for an email list there too on the living person so go to their website um you can go to our website it's not famous shit <laughs> living, living <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can email me if you want to talk about some stuff 
Um, if you want to follow up or ask more questions, you can also just DM them. I mean, like again, shoot your shot. Um, I'm sure Jarrell's and uh, any of us are free, free, free to give you advice and mentorship of sorts. So reach out, right? Reach out. Um, reach out. Yeah, that's it, y'all. Thanks again. If you're watching, um, you know, do the, all the good stuff. Uh, rate us, review us on podcasts, follow us, subscribe to our the podcast in general, YouTube, all that stuff. Thank you again for listening. Uh, really means a lot, and I hope you guys learned something. And if you did learn something, um, comment uh, comment in our most recent post what you've learned or something like that, or DM us and thank us, <laughs> or like let us know let us know what you've learned because. I mean, it would be nice to know what you guys are, you know, taking away from these podcasts and if this is something that we want to continue. It's something that I want to continue doing in the podcast, you know, so. I love that. Yeah. God bless y'all. Thank you again for the feedback that you've been giving. Please continue to do so. And until next week, Haida, will you do the honors? Keep living ardently. Peace. (laughs) Peace.